0: Welcome everyone to a, uh, another dreadful, miserable, terrible edition of. uh I'll hang up and listen. Sabers lose to Carolina, six to two. Um, Malcolm Subban got pumped for six goals before eventually leaving the game with an injury. Uh, bringing in Aaron Dell, who uh, made four saves and four shots. Um, uh, Subban in his uh, again his debut. Uh, 19 saves and 25 shots against not a very good outing, but I, you know, he didn't really get a lot of help in front of him. Um, I'm getting on here kind of late tonight because, uh, I wanted to listen to Granado's uh, post game, uh, presser. Uh, you know, it's, he's very, always articulate with the way he speaks and, you know, he always has uh, good things to say, you know, the way he, um, uh, not good things to say, but, the way he explains things, the de- he he goes into things with detail, and he doesn't really give you any you know BS answer. The way we used to hear from like Ralph Kruger, um, you know, who was just kind of like a snake charmer with the way he talked, you know, same same uh, buzzword answers. You know, it was just annoying to listen to Ralph's, You know, uh, post game press conferences, uh, but not a good game, not a good performance from top to bottom one thing that granado said is you know we gotta start sustaining 60 minutes uh which i have you know we i think we all can agree we haven't seen a 60 minute effort from this team in quite some time um it's been abysmal to say the least uh you know and i i here's the thing why i'm not worried is because like you are getting you, you are seeing the strides forward in your core players. Like, right, what you want to say about Ross Vestalian? I am not worried about Ross Vestalian. I'm really not. I don't care what the analytics say. The kid has is on his third head coach in four years. He's came into the league at 18 years old as an offensive Dynamo defenseman. And, yeah, he's going to struggle defensively. It's going to happen. Um, You know, on that giveaway on the power play – that's just as much on Victor Olsen as you can say, if you put it on at Rasta Delling. He threw a terrible pass into his skates. He couldn't handle it right away, get it onto his stick. And then it's all of a sudden going down the other way. And then where is the rest of your team there? By the way, you know, the, you know, the broadcast nailed him to the cross too. Where the hell is the rest of your team there? Like, why is there a second opportunity after a shorthanded breakaway where he, got, he was able to cradle the puck, take a look, and then you had a guy coming up the gut uncontested that's that that's unacceptable unacceptable like i'm sorry it's unacceptable the whole team gave up on that play okay what anyone says they gave up that's unacceptable like every team gives up shorthanded chances every team makes mistakes on power plays but like to, to literally give little to no effort to get back into the play and back check to take away that second opportunity which ended up in the back of your net is a joke let's talk about the first goal Pisnik mishandles uh, the puck behind the net, couldn't maintain possession. You have Darlene on the opposite side, hoping for a pass, like a D-to-D pass coming back to him, and nobody is contesting the guy coming up the middle. He's just up there alone. Where are your forwards? You don't have possession of the puck. Why, why aren't you in the zone, back-checking, providing support down low? Like Where are you? That's 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 not just issues with your defense. That's your issues with a five-man unit as a whole. And that's been a thing for now for weeks is your five-man units aren't playing together as a team. You too often you have guys leaving the zone before you even have full, full possession of the puck. You're losing so many battles in the neutral zone. You aren't back-checking hard enough. Like everything that was going right for this team in the first like 10 games of the season isn't going right right now. You just you really just got to, you know, Go back to the drawing board and fix things and keep go back to some uh, keeping it simple. Um, which is I think where you could see a guy like Rasmus Stalin maybe, maybe turn turn this game around a little bit. Um you know, keep keeping things more simple, not putting too much on himself, uh, because of who he is and the minutes he's playing, and you know, attempting to be this defensive defense, and he's not he's not that. He's just not. Um, and I've always been an advocate that sometimes the best way to play defense is to play offense. And when you maintain possession of the puck, you can drive play, and you can you can you can you can, you can contribute to the rush consistently. Like that's going to help your team defensively because regardless if if you're maintaining possession of the puck in their end, you're keeping the puck off the opponent's stick. You're not playing you're not playing defense in your own end. And we're just playing too much hockey in our own end. That's just the way it is. We're not driving play right now. It sucks. It's but it's true. Like I, again, I'm not going to sit here and pretend to be an analytics guy. I'm not going to sit here and pretend to be a guy who knows everything about Corsi and Fenwick. And I'm just not. I know very. I know. I know. I'm a novice. I'm gonna really, admittedly so. I'm like a novice when it comes to that. Uh, but you can see it on the ice. You, you see it you like you, they're not able to cons- to maintain possession in the uh, the offensive zone long enough to even really. Create, chance, like create, consist- consistently create chances. Your neutral zone play is absolutely abysmal. Um, you lose too many battles in between the blue lines. It's a fact. Like just, just watch the game. Um, and again, you're just not getting the goaltending you need to be successful. Like again, <laughs> Craig is nice as Craig Anderson was to start the season. He is not on an NHL roster if it's not for the Buffalo Sabers. Aaron Dell is not on an NHL roster if it's not for the Buffalo Sabres. Dustin Takarski is not on an NHL roster if it's not for the Buffalo Sabres. You know, uh Malcolm Subat isn't on a roster if it's not for the Buffalo Sabres. That's your goaltending right now. Everything was very reliant on a 40-year-old goaltender to really like right, like keep you guys competitive. That's a problem. That's a huge problem. But again, that's what this team was supposed to be this year. You weren't supposed to be a team that was gonna win a ton of games, a team that was gonna battle. You're giving younger guys more opportunities than they've gotten in the past. Your Tage Thompson, your Casey Middlestats, your Dollys. You're giving them more ice time and better opportunities, uh, opportunities that were given to your Jack Eichels, your uh, your, your 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 Sam Reinharts uh, before this you're allowing these kids to grow through opportunity and through struggle. There's going to be struggles. Every single player on this roster will and has struggled this season. I think it's been more prevalent over the last three weeks with Darlene than anything. And I get it. Like the guy has not been good at his own end, but it's just, it's a different animal when you try and develop a forward than it is a defenseman. They They just take longer. You look at any defenseman and their comparables, and, again, I, again, I don't know the analytics. I'm not going to sit and pretend to. But, like, guys like Ekblad, Victor Hedman, Morgan Riley, those guys all took a while to really come into their own. Right around their fifth season. So, if I'm judging Rasmus Dahlin, I am judging him next year when the team around him isn't built to lose. You have a goaltender who's going to be able to bail you out with a save here and there. We haven't had that since Ryan Miller. I don't care what anyone says. Robin Leonard had his moments here in Buffalo, but like obviously he was dealing with his own issues so like he wasn't able to be a guy that could go out there and consistently be a phenomenal goal you know starting goaltender for you and I love Robin Leonard. I do but this team also in front of him wasn't built to sustain be a sustainable successful hockey team. It's just facts and that's what you get when you have the kind of turnover at head coach and GM in 10 years. Six head coaches and four GMs in 10 years is a joke. It's a joke, and that goes to your, your ownership and their inability to make the right hires. You know, I just it, – it, 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 it's it, it's very disconcerting, but this is the first time, honestly, honestly, in 10 years, I felt this team finally has direction and purpose and is going to stick to a plan. And I think Granado is the right guy to lead lead this team with that plan. He's an unbelievable guy when it comes to player development. You've already seen it so far with the turnaround with Tage Thompson and, uh, you know, what Ross Asplund's done this season and what he's gotten out of uh, Casey Middlestand, the player he's turned Casey into. Uh, you know, Victor Olsen is probably the best example you have, the, the five-on-five turnaround you've had with Victor Olsen. Like, you, you look at that, and I know because – the thing that separates those guys from a guy like because I'm sorry, Darlene's talent compared to them is up here. The talent is there. It is. So let's just pump the brakes and give Granado that full season with him and let him figure it out. And he, I, I really do believe he will. I do. So that's just my opinion on that. Um, you know, their next game I believe uh, it, it's a few nights away. Checking the schedule here. Let me check it out. I believe I want to say. Their next home game is uh, is against the Anaheim Ducks. I know that. Um, let's check it out here. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, their next game is Tuesday against the Anaheim Ducks, a home game. A Game I think I might be going to. Then Friday against the Rangers, and then they, uh Alex Ovechkin comes into Buffalo uh, Saturday, uh, December 11th. Uh, stay tuned to Two Goalies one Mike. We will have former. Uh, Washington Capitals goalie and one of the fan favorites, former Vezina Trophy winning goaltender Olaf Kolzig should be joining the show on the 10th. So keep an eye out for that. We'll preview that game on, on the 11th. Um, a lot, again, a lot of, you know, little mistakes ended up in Buffalo, the back of Buffalo's net tonight. Um, you know, and one thing Renato said uh, in this presser is that first goal came way too easy and it did. It did. You know, you, you can't, As a forward group, you can't just not back check there and pick up that guy coming up the gut. I'm sorry. Like, Mark Pissa can't, you know, give up the puck there. He can't. Um, And, you know, you have Dahlia on the other side waiting for that pass to bail him out. And then you have nobody, literally nobody, covering the front. Nobody. Like, nobody. Not a single forward is back. That's a joke. That's unacceptable. Um when is Craig Anderson coming back? Um, right now, Rakeen, he is month to month. So I have a feeling that you are not going to see Craig Anderson coming back. I uh, I think this might be the end of his career, unfortunately. And I've always been a huge fan of Craig Anderson. I wanted the Buffalo to sign him in the past as like, a veteran backup to Alina Olmark. We did have Olmark. Um, unfortunately, it never happened. And we got him in a year where, again, a team that's not really built to win. Um, built to compete, but not to win. Um and of course he gets injured. Um not too sure what the timeline is, but you know, maybe we get him for a few games at the end of the season. But month to month doesn't sound very promising. Um, but we'll see. So uh yeah, uh goal scorers tonight were both uh Zemgus Gergenson's on a nice tip from the point, and then Henry Yokiharju uh gets on the board as well. Uh and it's just you know, a lot of, it was a lot, again. a lot of Carolina take advantage of our simple mistakes and, you know, capitalize on them and us not taking uh, advantage of any of the mistakes that they were making. And it was, it was a tough game to watch. It really, really was, um, again, final six to two, uh, Carolina hurricane goal scorers are, uh, Trochek who ended up getting a match penalty on the Tage Thompson hit. It's nice to see Tage uh come back into the game and uh, end up not being hurt. Um I forgot to mention him earlier. Another another prime example of Granado uh turning you know developing and turning the player around is Tage Thompson. Um, you know Nino Niederreiter with a goal and assist. Uh Tara Vine two goals, uh Ian Cole a goal, and then uh, Nikas with a goal and then uh Auntie Ranta with 32 saves and 34 shots um we just need you also just when you're when you're trying to uh sustain offensive pressure you have to you know capitalize on your high danger chances and Bufflers didn't have a ton of high danger chances tonight again I, again like you know I, normally I would be freaking out and normally I'd be losing my mind right now but the fact of the matter is this team I'm not going to get too crazy critical of this team because of when you look up and down the roster, you see a lot of guys who maybe with what they've done this year, they might earn themselves like an NHL roster or maybe like a two way contract next year. You know, your Vinny um, Excuse me. You know, you, you also have Will Butcher on this team who's been pretty much next to useless. Uh, Cody Eakin, you know, he's been a little bit of a surprise. He's had his moments this year. But, you know, Mark Pisic, you know, that guy's not going to move the needle forward for you, especially next season. I'm not even sure what his contract looks like. Uh, and just, again, you have a lot of guys here on mini, uh, league minimum deals. And, you know, I don't expect a lot of these faces to be in this line next year. I do expect to see guys like JJ Paterica, Jack Quinn, uh, maybe Peyton Krebs up in the lineup. Maybe we see Owen Power, depending on how he feels, about the direction of the team and what's best for his development, because we all saw that. He felt that, and it, I, I was a, a huge advocate of him staying in college. I wouldn't even be against him if staying in college again next year. I know people will be scared that he might take the route and, you know, go to, you know. You know, I want I want him in Buffalo next year, but at the same time, you know, I don't know if management doesn't feel like he's ready or, if you know, if he doesn't want to come yet. I mean, that's completely up to him. I, I think that if he wins a national title, though, this year, even if he does, I think he still goes pro. Um I don't, I say, again, I don't want to rush players right now. I really, really don't. I don't want to rush a guy like Owen Power to get here just because we're so desperate for tailing on our blue line. I I just don't want to do that. Even though I think he's ready. I think he's definitely ready um, to make the jump as early as next season. That's just my opinion. Um, I'm sure there are many people out there who agree with me. There might be some people that don't agree with me, Um, but I also don't want to rush him. So again, we'll see what happens. Um, but that being said, again, Sabres don't play till Tuesday. They welcome uh, Trevor Zegers and the Ducks into Buffalo. I believe that might be an ES- ESPN Plus game, so make sure you subscribe to ESPN Plus to even watch it. Uh, hopefully we get Bucci in Buffalo again. You know you know how much he loves the city of Buffalo. Maybe you can get a few pints with him downtown Buffalo if you guys head to the game. I'm sure he'll always oblige a free beer. Uh, with that being said, though, guys, I'll hang up and listen. I am not going to take up too much your time. I know I kind of got in here kind of late tonight again. I wanted to watch the Don Granado press conference, um, but pretty much what I re- you know what I, to recap that it was just you know you 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 have a team a team that made a lot of little mistakes today that ended up in the back of your net and. You just couldn't take advantage of Carolina's mistakes. And the skill and the talent level really sh- was really prevalent for Carolina over Buffalo tonight. The way they were able to move the puck, their power. Again, our power play has been abysmal, too, by the way. It's been an absolute joke. So that needs to be fixed, too, because that's going to help you win games as well, uh, be able to dominate on special teams which is something that Buffalo was doing to start the season. And it's just been really not existent the past few games. Um, you really need to fix that power play. I don't think Victor Olson looks like the same guy right now. I still think he might be kind of nursing this injury that he had. Um, I, I still think that he's a little hesitant to really, you know, really let it go when he shoots the puck, because I just haven't seen the same zip on his shot um, that we've, that we're used to seeing. I, uh, You know, it's disappointing. Um, But, you know, when he gets healthy and this team, uh, I mean, he, as of right now, we're made to believe that he is healthy. Just You know, there's just something more to be desired there with Victor Wilson, especially, you know, from his spot on the power play. he just doesn't seem like he's playing with that same intensity, shooting with that same intensity. But, you know, we'll see. Uh, Another thing Rado said was that, uh, you know, one of the positives the silver lion you take out is, is these guys, when they make mistakes, they realize what the mistakes are, and they're correcting them. They're willing to correct them. Not willing. They're, they're correcting them. They, they don't need to be – the horse doesn't need to be led to water and, you know, made to go in. They know what they're doing wrong, and they're they're going to make the adjustments and they're going to fix it. And that's what I like when I listen to Granado is just like he's very honest and very forth, forthcoming uh, with his answers. And, you know, I believe when he says that, and I watch – you see – you see the players in this team that have really turned their turned their careers around under Don Granado and you have to believe it. You have to believe that he's he's not bullshitting you. Like these kids are aren't just gonna go home and take a few days off. They're gonna be watching film. They're gonna be, you know, on the ice, maybe on their own time or, you know, maybe, you know, uh, in a a voluntary practice maybe is, you know, maybe on Monday or something like that. And just, you know, really working on fixing the issues that, you know, ended up with six goals in the back of their net tonight and with them only scoring twice. So, but again, guys, I will hang up and listen. I don't want to, uh, again, for the second time saying this, take up too much of your time tonight. I know most of you probably won't even see this until tomorrow just because, uh, again, I got on here kind of late tonight. So with that being said, guys, I'll hang up and listen. Remember, this is brought to you by Outlet Liquor, the place to buy a case. And, uh, you know, we will talk to you later. And let's go, Savers. Hey, everybody. This is Dwayne from Two Goalies, One Mike here to remind you that after you get done listening to the episode, which I hope you loved it and I hope you enjoyed it, please be sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you are using Apple Podcasts, do me a favor. Please be sure to leave us a five-star review. And, of course, write us a review. It goes a long way in getting us noticed and getting us some kind of recognition in this world of podcasting. It goes such a long way. And, obviously, if you're watching on YouTube, at Two Goalies, One mic, hammer that subscribe button. Leave us some comments. Show us some love with some likes. Again, it goes a long way, and we really appreciate your love and support. To those of you who have been with us since Episode 1, Thanks for sticking with us for this long. For those of you who are jumping on the bandwagon right now, I promise you, you will not be disappointed. We have a season of guests that are going to blow you away. Uh, This year for hockey is going to be big with them going to ESPN, TNT. We've already seen how great it's been. Just, you know, they just got done with the first two nights of this season. It's been phenomenal. We get Gretzky back, Gretzky and Barkley. It's, It's phenomenal. It's absolutely phenomenal. So we are going to have so much to talk about this year. Thanks for hopping on with us. Thanks for listening to this episode. And we will talk to you soon. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net-zero carbon-certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Cryer Media Network. Come on, let's go to the Blue Hotel. I want to live at the Blue Hotel.